Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. And we're going to start off the show with our first guest, the head coach for the state championship winning Jefferson Cheerleaders, Coach Peck. How are you doing today, Coach Peck? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time with us today. You guys get the state championship over the weekend in Huntington. And uh, how's it feel to take home that state championship as the coach? Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Honestly, it doesn't really, it hasn't really sunk in. I mean, I wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm a state champion coach. Our kids are state champions. So now, like, literally when I message the girls or I message a coach, I'm like, hey, state champ, you know, how's it going? Um, but no, it's something that a coach or an, an athlete works for their entire career. Some people never, ever get this feeling, and it's absolutely unbelievable. Hey, Coach, this is Nick Verzellini. Um, congratulations on winning the state championship. Uh, for Thank people you. that don't know how, I guess, cheerleading works, how do you qualify for the state championship? And then when you mm-hmm. get down there, is it multiple rounds to win, or is it just one performance to win? How, how mm-hmm. does it go down? That's exactly right. So there are four regions in West Virginia. Based on your county and where you live, depends on what region you are in. So we are region two. So regionals, we have about seven teams that are in our region. Only the top two teams make it to state. Um, and with that, there's only one time, two minutes and 30 seconds that you have for your routine that you do. So once those top two teams from each region, which are four regions, make it, that means that there are eight teams that make it to state. At States, you go up on Friday for us in the Eastern Panhandle with a five and a half hour ride. So this year we went up Thursday night and you do your safety check, meaning that everything's legal, like your, your routine, uh, your uniform, your bow. If something's illegal, you literally only have that night to fix it, um, to be able to perform on Saturday. Once Saturday comes, um, we rotate, and normally they pick out of a hat earlier in, a se- in the season, and you know based off your region what placement, where you fall in line for performing. So once they hit the floor, they have one chance, one shot, no substitutions, no time timeout to hit a routine to hopefully score high enough to be the state champion. And uh, Saturday we, just, we did just that. Coach Peck, Colin McLaughlin here again. Congrats on the state championship. How many hours and just the time day in and day out did your girls put in throughout the entire season to get ready for this uh, moment that occurred last Saturday? Yeah, so we can start doing open conditioning, meaning not mandatory in June. So usually about three days a week, um, depending on gym time, because you have all out-of-season sports trying to get in conditioning. Um, Some people are on vacation. And then once August 1st hits, we practice for about two and a half to three hours, six days a week. Um, And we do that all the way up until we do EPAC, which is usually early October. Um, And we really 
really encourage not missing any practices for anything. And usually barring a funeral or something that's uncontrollable, um, you may have a, a, an athlete miss. But honestly, for those few months, you have literally nonstop practice, conditioning, learning their routine. Um, even people who are semi-injured with sprains and stuff, they just kind of wrap it up and keep going because they know they only have one shot to become a state champion. Who are some of the leaders on your cheer squad this year? Yeah, so this year we had Bree Goins, who's a senior. Um, she's actually also a junior uh, Olympian. And then we also have Maddie Seacrest. She's also a senior. Both of those are four-year members um, and are huge assets. They are very strong personalities, which helps lead the team and know that there are no excuses, that we got to put it all out there. And they really did a great job leading this team this year. And you get to spend a lot of time uh, with these girls. So uh, how special was it to get to you know go down to Huntington and uh, perform in the Cam Henderson Center and just uh, spend a lot of time with your team and building that bond? Yes, because um, last year we had a really, really great team. We were state runner-up last year, and we lost a lot of members. So returning that actually competed for us, we're only six members, and you compete with 13 members on the mat. So we pulled from our alternates from last year. We had one freshman that um, made the 13. Um, some of the kids that were alternates hadn't competed since they were in middle school, and now they're juniors, and they kind of waited their turn to finally have a chance on the mat. A lot of people had doubted us because we had a, a huge um, – senior class last year we had seven seniors last year and so people were saying hey this is going to be a rebuilding year for jefferson but we never let that happen our athletes were saying no it's not going to be a rebuilding year it may be tough right now at the beginning but we're going to climb and climb to the very top until we make it happen and they did not give up um and they were able to prove themselves you know we had some mistakes at epac but we still won we had a flawless routine at regionals and had the highest score in the state and then once we hit states they said, we got one more time, one last time, we're going to give it all they have. And if you look at the video, the middle of our group had a little bit of a struggle. Something happened, and literally, I thought it was coming down. I said, oh, my goodness, this is, this is going to come down. The, that group and that flyer fought their butts off to keep it up, and we had zero deductions, and we won. I mean, the drills and the days that we practice, you know, sometimes we're doing stunts ten times each. And that paid off for them to be able to hold it and to be able to finish that routine strong. Coach Peck, a little while ago you mentioned just some of the leaders on your team this year, but I'm going to now allow you to just shout out everybody on your team this year for the state championship. Yeah, so in our routine and also our alternates were a huge, huge support system for our team. Um, We had Bree Goins, who was a senior captain. We also have Alex Curry. We have uh, Jelena Vega, we have um, Emily Brooks, we have Aubrey Seaton, we have Callie Scheip, we have Maddie Seacrest, who is also a senior captain, we have Saban Rockwell, we have Jules Duncan, we have Adrian Troxel, um, we also have Chloe Burlett, we also have Haley Barrett, we have Nevaeh Sweeney, Kylie Catterson and Rachel Helmick. Um, they all were a huge part um, of our victory, whether they were in the routine or out of the routine. We had 16 members this year, and as those 16 members, as a WBSSAC rule, only 13 can take the mat. But as a whole program, um, we did amazing. My assistant coach, 
Colleen Snyder, and we had um, our volunteer coach come up, Jenny Duncan. We all play a huge role in different parts of, of putting that routine together. And Don Udu, who runs our game day program, she kept our alternates from last year ready to get into this routine. So we have an amazing coaching staff and amazing group of kids um, this year. Uh, so what what is the off season look like for your team? So right now we think that next year they're going to allow folds back in with um, all star and with high school. There's there's a little bit difference in rules and and skill that you can do. Um, and so fools were allowed when I cheered in, at Jefferson, and so I actually threw a fool for them on the hardwood floor with no mats. And so now I think because we have mats, they may be able to kind of. Uh, bring back the full twisting layout. So our kids right now are are literally working for next year. They're working on full. Some of them are working on more lengthier um, passes. We're continuing to do stunt competitions for the end of the year to keep them motivated and to keep them in. We hope that being state champions continues to bring more people into our program instead of them being scared because we never start how we end. It's usually um, a building process this this year more than than any. Um, but we will continue to keep tumbling and continuing to keep um, stunting so that we're ready for next year because, you know, you can't go back and not try to go for that win again. And, Coach, for those people that don't know, are these cheerleaders the same that do the competition that are on the sidelines for football and basketball? For some. We have um, two teams. We have a game day team that cheers all Jefferson High School football and basketball games, and then we have our competition team, and also game team that will cheer all of our home games, and um, they will take turns cheering basketball games. So they have been out there on the football um, on the football field out there cheering. But when it comes to longer um, games that are you know a couple hours away or so, we have a game day team that travels with them um, so that we can continue practicing, but also be able to cheer our home games. All right, Coach, thanks for the time. Congratulations on the state championship, and hopefully you guys are back there again next year. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. That was head coach for the Jefferson Cheerleaders, Destiny Peck. And thanks for the thanks for, for coming. Also, shout-out John Alderton, who uh, gave us the contact information for her, as uh, I believe they're family friends with that, John's family. So thanks, John, as well. But congratulations once again to the Jefferson Cheer Squad, guys. I think it's cool to learn uh, all the differences in cheerleading. Yeah. And I did not know like how the, the tournaments worked and stuff. And, and to know that you only have one shot you know, of two minutes and 30 seconds to go out there and, and prove that you have the best routine, I think is, is a lot of pressure and uh, quite the achievement. You know, Something that I didn't really think about. I mean, that's a lot of pressure to go out there and, and just have one opportunity. In most sports, you know, you have time to make mistakes but really in cheerleading you don't have that time to do that so congratulations to them yeah spencer how does it go one shot one opportunity <laughs> you're funny capture everything you ever wanted seize the moment that's not even that's the words. Spencer's song i know that's yeah. why i asked it no 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 guys i did not know honestly just because i i just was unaware that there was two different teams yeah, I thought that they were just learn, both the so. same team. So good yeah. job with the question. Yeah, I, I was on sure, but I should took it. <laughs> thanks. Uh, congrats to the Jefferson Cheer Squad once again for taking home the state championship. I believe Martinsburg was in there as well. Um, 
But uh, again, once again, this segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online to deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On their side of this break, we'll get into some EPAC hoops action. What's What happened last night? What is tonight? And uh, look at our schedule for this week. We'll be back after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer deaths in the United States each year. But do you know the radon levels in your home? Home is a place to live, love, and laugh, not a place to breathe air containing radon. The Berkeley and Morgan County Health Departments are distributing free confidential radon test kits, and you can get yours at the Berkeley County Health Department office in Martinsburg and the Morgan County Health Department office in Berkeley Springs. Protect your home and family. Get your free radon test kit today. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. And, uh, Nick, we got some EPAC fo- uh, basketball scores from last night. We do. Uh, but before we get to that, Spencer, you are the real Slim Spencer. <laughs> but you refuse to stand up because you're not turning on your mic today. This is back-to-back segments that is where Colin back had back. to yeah. turn it on I for hit you. it, and then I hit it again. I double-tapped her. Don't ever double-tap it. Yep. All right, welcome back. That leads to your mic being off. We can't yeah, it have does. That. You can't have that. Anyway, back to uh, high school basketball scores. In girls basketball, Hedgesville falling to St. Maria Goretti, 58-36 last night. So that team for the Hedgesville girls are struggling to uh, score. Uh, that's really what's holding them back. Um, 
The defense and, and hasn't I think been that, too bad. And, and I think that points isn't too bad. That'll come with time. Once she, I mean, when we talked to Coach Faircloth, there's a lot of new They lost the majority of their players. offense from last yeah. season. Yeah. Kelly Howards is gone. Lomax is gone. So, you know, those two averaged in double figures. It's going to take some time. Those two players, you're going to take a little bit of time to put the ball in the basket. But they'll make progress as the year goes on. And next year, like we said, could probably have them playing even better. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. But how they it's get not better. nothing new for Coach Faircloth to come in and and try to rebuild up a program. Exactly, we saw him do that with football there at Hedgesville. So he definitely has the ability to, and it'll just take some time. I mean, you got new players around there. You got new players trying to figure out how other players play together. I mean, we see this all across sports. I mean, they're already showing improvement. Only yeah. scored 15 points in your first game, and now you're scoring in the 30s. So that's slightly better, and they'll get better as the double. year goes on. It's a little bit more than double, actually, Colin. That's what I said, over yeah. a double. I think you said double-double, and I was like, no, what? Not a double-double. All right, other scores? Yeah, uh, we got Woodgrove. Out of Virginia. Out of Virginia, defeating the Washington girls in a pretty good game, 60-51. to 51. Uh, So we'll see if that Washington team can do really what it did last year because they were very close to being one of the two teams that represented the EPAC in uh, the state tournament. You know, had a good game against Spring Mills there in that yep, sectional went into overtime. final. And if Rivera made the one in one free throw, it wouldn't have. It's true. Yeah, forgot all about that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a great game. It was. And Mary Rivera is a good young player for them, so we'll see uh, what they're able to do. But a new coach there and Coach Evans, so uh, or not Evans, Edwards. Yeah, Coach so Edwards. Coach Edwards there. Um, you know, building that team back up, and I think based on what we you know talked with him about, I I liked what he was seemed to be doing at the program. Um, and then tonight we got some some action as well on the boys' side. Clear Spring comes to Spring Mills, and the game we are supposed to have, but will no longer have due to the Christmas parade. We will be replacing that game. We've got to go through our schedule and yeah. and find a game to replace that with. Unfortunately, we had to. Uh, well, we already had the Christmas parade. It's yeah. kind of like something we already had locked down that we were going to be there. So it was like we had done that months in advance, and then we had the basketball schedule come out, and we were supposed to have the game today. But then the Christmas parade was moved due to rain. So we'll be at that instead of at Washington, unfortunately. For, we'll be at uh, Washington, Washington at basketball. some point this season. Yeah, and um, to my knowledge, the game will have coverage tonight. Yes. So um, Clear Spring will be at Spring Mills as well, so – Two good boys games, I think, tonight. And uh, then on the girls' side, Spring Mills travels to Woodbridge, Virginia. Yeah, Coach uh, Coach Goska putting together a challenging schedule, going different places. We talked to him good. about that on the show that team's good last too. week. Yeah, that's a very good team. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's early season here. We kind of spilled through the weekend yesterday while we had two coaches on. But, uh, you know, I think so far you're seeing some good things from some EPAC teams. Yeah, the Martinsburg boys got a win over the weekend. I don't know if we mentioned that yesterday we on the did. show. Okay. We did. I knew, I knew we had the, went over it, but we didn't really talk too much about the yeah, games, I guess. That's what it was, is we just didn't have a lot of time because we had the interviews and then we were talking about Shepard. But, uh, you know, EPAC boys basketball just coming. You know, you're not even in conference play yet, but you're seeing a lot of these, these first games of the season. And, you know, for Martinsburg – Specifically, you know, they're a team that we're going to cover all their home games this year if you check out our schedule. Um, but they're a team that, you know, there were a lot of questions coming into the season uh, with a lot of people moving around, some guys graduating, a weird senior class graduating last year. And then, 
not having very many guys come back, some guys transferring out. Uh, but they're a team that looked to be pretty good in their first game of the season. And, you know, they put together always uh, – their schedule is always challenging at the beginning of the year. They just don't have as many spread out games because they go to a tournament and then they host a tournament with two games there and the three or four games in their tournament than the tournament they travel for. So it's kind of, you see one, maybe two games and then you get, they go to their tournament. So it's not, you don't get to see a lot in non-conference early on. Like this is spring mills tonight, their third boys basketball game of the season. Yeah. I know last year when talking to coach Dave Rogers, he was very excited about the upper coming talent that they had in the program and knew that, even though they were losing a lot, they would still be competitive, you know, moving forward and thought they could get back to some of that old style of pressing and really pushing the tempo, which last year's team was just not really built that way. They were more built to slow the game down and work the post. But this year's team seems to be more built in the traditional Martinsburg style where they're going to rely on their speed, their guard play. And it starts with Avion Blackwood. I think if you want to play pressure defense, um, you see what he can do on the football field, and, and we see it on the basketball court as well. He's their main guy that returns, but they got some other good young talent. So I'm excited to see how Martinsburg plays this year because, you know, I think a lot of people are counting them out. And there's a good reason, I think, for that because we know those other three teams that you would probably put ahead of Martinsburg in Jefferson, Hedgesville, and Spring Mills return so much talent. So it's hard to put Martinsburg in the top three right now. But at the end of the day, they're Martinsburg. They have Coach Dave Rogers, who's done it a long time and had a lot of success. They were section champions last year. Yeah, they yeah. still, despite being 12-12, and 12, still won their section and were very close to beating Musselman in, to advance to uh, states. So you got to give respect to that program, and you still got to look at them as if they put it all together this year, while it's going to be tough for a young core, um, they could be dangerous, so I wouldn't count them out completely. They're just not somebody, as I mentioned, you're seeing a lot of right now until the end of the month before they start non or the, before they start you know the real conference play. They had that game at Hanley on Saturday that they won fifty five or at John Hanley against Harrisonburg of Virginia. They won in that invitational fifty five to forty eight against Harrisonburg, and then they have the nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty first. They'll be down in Myrtle Beach for the Panther Classic, which unfortunately. We were looking at going, but it just we couldn't make it work this year to go down there. But uh, you know that's three games, so they're going to have played four games at that point, and then six games by the time the month is over. You know, sometimes you'll see teams play six games from the start of the season until that. Not all scrunched up, but you know that's how Coach Rogers likes to do. It. Likes to take his team down to a tournament, see some tough competition from out of state, and then host a pretty good tournament in the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic and see two pretty good teams and then also have an EPAC team in there as well to play some games as well in Jefferson. Yeah, and that allows those two teams to kind of watch each other as well and get some early scouting before they play each other, what, I think you said yesterday off the air, three days later? Yeah, oh, yeah, four days later, I four guess. Okay. They play, yeah, so the 29th and 30th is the tournament. Jefferson will play at 6, Martinsburg will play at 7.30. Those times are approximate because there is – a, a game prior to that that starts at 4:30 uh but when you look at the schedule uh they that's the th- 29th and 30th of December then the first EPAC game of the year for both those teams is Martinsburg at Jefferson on January 3rd so 
they're going to see some things from both those teams. I would I would venture to guess that there's going to be some scouting there. That yeah. uh, I mean, they're already doing the scouting, yeah. as we know. Like yeah, Richard Lewis was out there for Spring Mills, and Coach Church and uh, Coach Rogers talking about it all the time. How these teams just know each other so well. Yeah. Everybody's at everybody's game, and uh, at that point, you know, there's no secrets. Even though that's the first time you're going to be playing each other, so. I'm excited for that one, but really I think it's Martinsburg's record may not look that great heading into that game because they are going to head down to South Carolina and I would expect play some good teams and having a young team that may be tough for them. But uh, that's going to make you better and get you ready for what's, again, not going to be an easy Jefferson team this year. They're going to be very good again, I would expect. Yes. So should be an exciting year. Looking forward to really getting into the, the – conference season because yeah. that's when we get to see the best competition i think around here but uh even the early non-conference season should be good as well yeah i just think it's it's kind of interesting just the fact that we're not going to have we're not going to see martinsburg until the end of the month and that at that point they would have played their fifth and sixth game but they just play them scrunched up in a tournament and then they play one in an invitational which is you know coach rogers is you know coach this program for so so long and that's how he that's how he runs the program is he wants them to play maybe one game one non-conference game to begin the year play at a tournament a very tough tournament and then host the skip fowler tournament which you don't see too often around here you see some you know one maybe two games here and there but it all squares out about how you're scheduling and you know i think that this brings a good poor, good way to see some talent. It gets you better for EPAC play going down to a tournament with out-of-state teams. And games are going to get postponed yeah. due to weather. So that could be because he wants his team to have the fresh legs when you get you know into those important conference games toward the end of the year, and you're probably having to play more nights in a row than you were expecting to due to you know weather earlier in the year, postponing some games, and then schedules having to be moved around. That yeah. could that could be helpful for your team if early in the year you kind of spread out your games or even get used to playing that tournament like style as well. Yeah, but uh, we'll see the Martinsburg Bulldogs and the Jefferson Cougars at the uh, Skip Fowler Memorial Classic at the end of the month. But that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just some appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. Nick, what are we going to do after this break? We're going to talk about bowls. Are we making live picks? Sure, why not? Yeah. All right, we'll do that after this two minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. You call that. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. What came first, the chicken or the egg? No matter what you think, you can have it either way. Rock's new bagel croissant and chicken waffle breakfast sandwiches are made fresh every morning. Rock's local market. You're going to be late for work. Good morning, sleepyhead. Have a good one. Rock's new bagel croissant and chicken waffle breakfast sandwiches are made fresh every morning. Rock's local market. You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today and a sad day around college football, guys. Mike Leach, coach for Mississippi State and a legendary coach around college football, passed away this morning in the hospital. Yeah, it was uh, surprising, uh, learning somewhat about um, what happened. Uh, he had a heart condition and unfortunately passed away uh, early this morning. The news came out during uh, – in between eight o'clock and ten o'clock hours and yeah it's shocking that's why you never know in life uh when's the last time you're gonna see a loved one or anybody at all so just always try to keep people in your thoughts and prayers and that's why you never want to disrespect anybody because you never know when it could be the last Uh, time funny i want to play a funny bit to the press conference uh this is from uh, i think over a year ago I think it was last year, I guess, the 2021 season. He was asked, should candy corn be given a second chance? Mike, uh, back to the comments you made about candy corn, do you think it deserves a second chance? No, I do not. I I do not. That's been (laughs) carefully researched since I was a child, uh, starting at approximately, I'm going to say, three. And although it did have uh, some brighter points in my life, in particular when I was young, you know, the type of thing where it gets all over your hands and your face. Um, <clears throat> before long, though, I realized that that was a grave error and there was far better uh, paths ahead than candy corn. So, yeah, I no, I have no interest. I, it's one of those items that, you know, there's a reason they serve it basically once a year because it's not very good to begin with. <laughs> I think that's just a funny moment that, that I thought about when I think of Mike Leach. There's a ton, though. There are. there are so many like we could just play this whole segment and it's just him saying funny things like uh, the wedding advice that he gave 
Yep, the wedding vice <laughs> to the, that he gave. To the sideline um, reporter. What did you think about the first half, Coach? Well, uh, what did you think? You watched the same thing that I thought, so just go with that. And I can't remember. Ended. Is he the one that he said he's going to have an ice-cold beverage? Was that him? I don't know. This year? He, one of the coaches this year said that. And Why am I thinking it's Mike might Leach? might have been uh, the Oklahoma State coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. But to me, this is something Mike Leach would say. Because but, uh, Gundy and him kind of are yeah. similar personalities. Yeah. But uh, the guy that also invented the air raid uh, or yeah. helped perfect it at yeah. Texas Tech. So, you know, a very good football mind. And, uh, you know, some a sudden death like that is obviously very shocking and uh, sad to, to hear about. So just feel bad for everybody involved, uh, you know, his family and the players at Mississippi State. And, uh, you know, very sad news. So. 61 years old. Yeah. And, and I encourage you to watch. There's a thing on ESPN. It's about uh, two and a half, 245, and it's Gene Wojnowski, uh one of the great ESPN uh, storytellers, that uh, he, he put together a little piece on the, the life and legacy of Mike Leach that it's on ESPN if you go to ESPN's YouTube or probably on their social media. It's really good, kind of funny. It's just uh, mostly it's just uh, the beginning of it. It's just his funny comments. And then it talks about him as a coach and, and what he meant to college football. But, you know, sudden passing, rest in peace, prayers to the Leach family and uh, the whole Mississippi State and college football family as well. But uh, let's do what he probably would have wanted to do is think, talk about football. Talk about college football. It's bowl time. Uh, here we go, guys. Let's we, get into it. Go to, some, go to the college football bowl mania, which on the Facebook comments we'll post on the Twitter later. You guys can join us. Kind of like a March Madness thing. Yeah, 43 uh, bowl games this year, so let's pick them all. And I don't know if we're going to I don't know if we're gonna have time to pick them just all go, on the show today. Just go fast. We don't just have to quick. explain our picks. Just go which bowl, who it the is. The Bahamas Bowl, UAB, uh, Miami, Ohio Redhawks. Both teams six and six. Why? Why are there six and six teams in a in the college football bowl? See, this is what we're not supposed to do. We're just supposed to give our picks. All right. Well, UAB. You got to give a quick reason, Colin. Right? Miami UAB. destroyed Marshall's press box. UAB is a former Conference USA. Wait, what? I'll go with the Blazers. Yeah, remember they destroyed the press box when they lost to the herd. When was that? Uh, like two thousand three. Oh yeah, yeah. Right next to the MUL. Yeah, I remember that. UAB. And Big Ben was still there. But go with the, I'm going with the Blazers as well. All right, the Cure Did Bowl, UTSA, it? Troy. Uh, number 24 versus number 25. Roadrunners. I'm going to go the Troy. I'm going UTSA as well. That Troy. should be actually a pretty good game on Friday. Yeah. You watching it? The Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati, uh, Louisville. F- uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Give me Cincinnati as well. Uh, I thought they dropped out of a bowl but the celebration bowl i thought jackson state dropped out of the bowl no why would they do that because they don't have a coach you they have an, an interim, interim coach oh yeah Ta-da. jackson state jackson state. state over nc central obviously all right the, the las vegas bowl stays. why is florida in this game against oregon state i don't know we're picking oregon state yeah i'm still going with the gators oregon state oh really okay yeah. all SEC. right the jimmy kimmel la bowl Fresno State, Washington State. Why does Jimmy State. Kimmel get a bowl? <laughs> because he paid the he money to have a bowl. Give me Fresno for. State. Fresno State. Yeah, All right, the, the Lending Tree Bowl, Rice versus Southern Miss. Uh, old CSA foes. I used to love the Rice Owls on Inside Conference USA back in college, <laughs> so give me the Rice Owls. Give me the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. I'm picking the Golden Eagles as well. All right, uh, the New Mexico Bowl, SMU versus BYU. Give me BYU. 
I'm going to be at YU as well. All right. The Frisco Bowl, North Texas versus Boise State. Boise. Give me the Boise State Broncos. All right. The the favorite bowl here. (laughs) The Myrtle Beach Bowl. The 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 most important bowl game. The Marshall Thundering Herd versus the Yukon Huskies. Give me the Thundering Herd. Give me Marshall. Big. I'm going Marshall as well. Colin's actually picking Marshall. Yeah, I'm not going to pick a 6-6 team. Um, The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State, Eastern Michigan. I'm going Eastern Michigan Uh, as well. I'm going San Jose State. Okay. Actually, I'm going to go San Jose State. I'm going Eastern Michigan. All right, the Boca Raton Bowl, which I believe replaced the St. Pete Bowl, Colin. Uh, Or no, that didn't replace. That's a different bowl. The Liberty Flames Toledo Rockets. Uh, this is uh, both teams have eight wins, eight and four versus eight and five. Um, I'm going Toledo. Give me the Toledo Rockets because Liberty doesn't Liberty. have their coach anymore. Give me Liberty. You don't need or give a me coach death. to win. Uh, the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky Hill, South Alabama Jaguars. Give me the South Alabama Jaguars. I'm picking South Alabama as well. I think the Hilltoppers are going to win. What? I can't pick them, so give me South Alabama. There you go. Uh, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor at 6-6, six and six, Air Force at 9-3. and three. Uh, The way this is picked via the people that select the... Or it's because Air Force doesn't everything. play any Any Anybody. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> but they're going to win. I'm picking Air Force. Give me the Baylor Bears. Not so fast, my friend. Give me the Baylor Bears as well. All right. He was going to pick Air Force. No, I wasn't. No, I was not. The Radiance Technologies Independence Pool. The Louisiana Raging Cajun versus the Houston Cougars. I'm going Houston. Houston. Give me Houston. Houston as well. All right. The U. uh, The Gasparilla Bowl that replaced the St. Pete Bowl, Colin. Uh, Wake Forest. Which one was it? You've said now Boca Raton. No, no, no. no. Gasparilla. Gasparilla's been around for a while, too. No, they moved it from Marshall was in that. Yeah. Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest over Mizzou. All right. The Hawaii Bowl. Is that even in Hawaii? I, I don't know. I hope so. I'll quickly prove I don't know. The Hula Bowl isn't they in didn't Hawaii. They did last time there. Uh, Middle think. Tennessee versus San, San nope, Diego this time State. it is in Hawaii. So give me San uh, Diego give me the Aztecs. State. They're at home. <laughs> Hold on. I hit preview just to double check that it was in Hawaii, so I have to get back down to it. Oh I had San Diego gosh, State. Colin. All right. Quick Lane Bolt, New Mexico State Aggies versus the Bowling Green Braxton Falcons. Todd and Bowling Green. I agree. I agree with you as well. Uh, could have some news on that front soon. Camellia Bowl, Georgia Southern, Buffalo Bulls. Give me Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. I'm picking against all these Sun Belt teams. I got to start picking against you guys. Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Memphis versus Utah State. Give me Memphis. I went Memphis as well. Both I'll teams go, are six and six. I'll go though. Utah State. All right. They don't deserve bowls. All right. The ticket. Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Six and six. Hey, no. the ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl. You're saying Utah doesn't deserve hey. no. Hey. Refocus. Ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl. Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Chanticleers versus the Eastern Carolina East Carolina Pirates. Uh, coastal. coastal. I'm not choosing Coastal due to the light of information that came out yesterday. Uh, not only did Coastal's starting quarterback enter the transfer portal after their coach left to go That's to Liberty, true. but their backup quarterback got arrested. 
It's true. So yeah. if you don't have a quarterback going into a bowl, go ECU. I'm going yeah, I'm ECU. Switching ECU. Those are two very solid points. <laughs> yes. Uh, the guaranteed rate bowl, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. Give me the Cowboys. I'll go Badgers. I'm going Oklahoma State as well. Got to go Big Oklahoma 12. State's really fallen off as of late. All right, then. Uh, military Bowl, UCF, Duke Blue Devils. Give me UCF. UCF as well gets the win. I'll go with the Knights as well. Big. Actually, give me Duke. Why not? Mix it's it Duke. Up. Yeah. I All like right. Zion in the front court. The, <laughs> the Liberty Bowl, Kansas versus Arkansas. Didn't Kansas get out to a really hot start? They did. Yeah, and then their quarterback got hurt. So I'm going Ar- Arkansas already. Some people pronounce it Arkansas. Give me Arkansas. Go Jayhawks. You're going Jayhawks? Yes, here? I am. They're going to win a bowl. All right. Uh, San Diego County Credit exactly. Union Holiday Bowl. That is a mouthful. That's North Carolina versus number 15, Oregon. Give me the Ducks. It's a good matchup. Quack, quack. I'll go, uh, I'll go Oregon. All right. Tax Act Texas Bowl. Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the Ole Miss Rebels. Give me Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels. I agree. Ole Miss. Yeah. Sounds like a civil war. Bad boy mowers got back into the bowl game after leaving the Gasparilla Bowl. They're now sponsor the Pinstripe Bowl. Syracuse Orange versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Give me the Minnesota Golden Gophers and uh, row the boat. You know what? I'm going to switch my pick. I had Minnesota at first. I'm going Syracuse. It's in New York. Their fan base is going to take over Yankee Stadium, and I think it's going to help them. All right. Uh, I have the orange as well. The Valero Alamo Bowl, number 20, Texas, versus number 12, Washington. You skipped one. You skipped one. The Cheez-It Bowl. My bad. FSU. The Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma Sooners against Florida State Seminoles. Give me the Seminoles. Florida State wins big. All right. The, now the Valero Bowl, the uh, Valero Alamo Bowl, number 20, Texas, number 12, Washington Huskies. Uh, this is going to be a hard one to pick. Give me Texas. Give me the Huskies. Give me Washington as well. Horns down. All right. The Dukes Mayo Bowl, the Maryland, Maryland has Terrapins. And a, a bowl with Duke in front of it. <laughs> this is the number 23 NC State Wolfpack. Give uh, me the Wolfpack. Give me the give Terrapins. Me Terrapins, easy. All right, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Pittsburgh Panthers versus number 18 UCLA Bruins. Give me the Bruins. All UCLA. these matchups are weird. <laughs> I'm UCLA. Pit, pit. All right, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish versus the number 19, Notre Dame number 21. The number 19 South Carolina Gamecocks. Give me the Gamecocks. I'm going with South Carolina as South well. South Carolina. All right. The, They're playing really well. They are. The uh, Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Bowls. Oakland, Ohio Bobcats versus the Wyoming Cowboys. Give me the Ohio Bobcats. Give me the Bobcats as well. All I'll right, go Wyoming. The Capital One Orange Bowl, number six Tennessee versus number seven Clemson. Give me the Tigers of Clemson because Herndon, what's his name, Hooker, Herndon Hooker is out. Yeah. I agree. I'm going with Clemson as well, Clemson but it's a true well. Orange Bowl, guys. Yeah, you're right. It is. All right. Both teams are orange. Let's, let's keep this Good thing point. moving. The All-State Sugar Bowl, number five, Alabama versus number nine at Kansas State. Bama. Give me Bama all day. Bama. All right. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. 
The Will Iowa Levis is not going to play. The Iowa Hawkeyes versus the Kansas, Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky Will Levis not wins. playing. You think? Yeah, I, Iowa. Their offense is bad. I think Kentucky but how wins. How bad will Kentucky's be without They'll their quarterback? I, I still trust I'll them to score Iowa. more. Than All right, there's still points. way too many bulls. We've got to get going here, boys. Mich- we we're have, at the end. Yeah. No, we've got <laughs> to the playoffs. We've got right like, now. No, below it, there's still some more bulls. Oh my gosh, there are. Oh no. <laughs> this college football semifinal at the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Michigan. Michigan, Michigan over TCU. Georgia. And then you think Georgia over Ohio State in the Chick-fil-A yep. Peach Bowl. I'm going with that as well. The Relay Quest Bowl. Why is that a name of a bowl? Give me the Mississippi State Bulldogs. They're going to rally yeah, for Coach gotta, Leach yeah, Mississippi over State. the fighting Illini of Illinois. USC is going to kill Tulane. I agree. I don't know. I'm going to go I'm going to go they Tulane. Have, do they have Caleb Williams? No. I don't know. Did I don't think so. That? I don't know, but I'm give me give me the Tulane Green Wave. Shout out Jason Courier. <laughs> cheese It Citrus Bowl. There's two Cheese It Bowls? I guess so. But number seven. <laughs> number Who 17 Ellis. <laughs> All right, number 17 LSU versus versus the Purdue Boilermakers. Give me LSU. When LSU. you start running out of sponsors for the bowl games. All right, Nick, we've too got, many. We've got give one Give me LSU. More. All right, the Rose Bowl game. The granddaddy of 11 them Penn State versus number eight, the Utah Utes. Give me the Utah Utes. I'm going Penn State. Penn State. What happened? Give me Utah. All right, there we go. We just went through. You can join yourself. National championship. We can't. Georgia. Georgia, Michigan, I think is who we all picked. Give me Georgia. Give me Georgia. Give me Georgia. All right, uh, we've got to hit the, the final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On their side of this break, we'll wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. Talk some Wizards and Capitals. That's it. After this two-minute break, you're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm in new bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times than a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs? <laughs> Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. Looking to buy a home in the Eastern Panhandle? Thinking about making that big move but don't know where to start? Then call Chris Ross and the Milestone Real Estate Group. Chris is a Martinsburg High School graduate and knows the local market, and he's proven it for the past 15 years at Milestone Real Estate Group. Looking to sell or buy a home? Phone 304-579-7349. That's 304-579-7349. Or go to callchrisross.com. Making Milestones is our business. 
If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Brought to you in part by the Marius Group at Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. As always, we begin to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. And guys, the Wizards. I don't even know how to describe them right now. They have lost seven straight for the first time since 2019 to 2020 season. The Wizards fell to the Nets last night, 112-100. They're now 11-17 and on the season. They have a bulk of injuries. They add to that last night. Chris Tapp's Porzingis leaves the game with back tightness, which was hard. they were already without Bradley Beal. Rui Hachimura, Monte Morris still on right. Uh, in that game, KD had 30 points to lead all scores, while Kyrie Irving chipped in 24 Porzingis had 20 points before he had to exit during the third quarter. Will Barton came off the bench to score 22 to lead the Wizards. Now they start a six-game road trip in Denver tomorrow night at 9. Um, are even, you sure you want Ted Leonsis to buy the Nationals? The Capitals are looking good. Yeah, they still have a losing record. Do they? That's true. If you count overtime yeah, losses lost. as a loss. Oh, we don't count that. Why? They get a it's point. It's still a loss. They get it's points. still a loss. It's a loss. It's not a win or a tie, so therefore, yeah, they're fourteen and sixteen. Okay, so I mean, yeah, seven game losing streak, obviously horrible. Things don't look good, but I- I'm going to compare it to the Capitals because the Capitals just recently had their West Coast road trip as well. They had a player only meeting, really wanted to focus on just team bonding during that road trip on the west coast because basically there's nothing else to do and now they're rolling on a four game win streak so when you got a six game west coast road trip for the wizards maybe they can do the same that the capitals have done and really refocus the team bond have some fun on the road kind of relax a little bit you know and go from there talking about them like their high school team it's maybe what you need to do it, it's still a game dude it's True. still a game. Yes, they're getting paid millions of dollars, but it's still a game of I basketball. Think the Wizards need to just pick a direction in, uh, in which they want to go. Because, well, Kuzma apparently is, might get traded. Okay, well, if that's the case, then they need to go to a rebuild because they're not able to attract free Weren't they agents. just in a rebuild? I don't know what they're in. That's the thing. What are they in? I don't know. They're in nothing. They're in Washington. They're in... <laughs> They're in a what are we doing purgatory? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and they need to go into rebuild because they can't attract free agents. They don't attract free agents. They don't really. In picking eighth or ninth or tenth or eleventh or fourteenth, 
in the draft only puts you in a position to be successful because in the NBA, typically the top five picks are where you find the most value and everybody else is kind of a wild card. You could get a Giannis or you could get a Rui Hachimura who's just okay. And they need... And they got Rui Hachimura. And they need John Morant, Zion Williamson type players if they want to be successful. And the only way for them to get them is through the NBA draft. So they need to tank, trade Bradley Beal, trade Porzingis, trade Kuzma, trade trade everybody. Well, once he gets healthy, you can trade him for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans because that's what you need to tank. (laughs) All right. Send them back to Dallas. There's Nick's take on the Wizards, and that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll have Capitals Hockey tonight, 845 pregame, 9 p.m. puck drop between the Caps and the Blackhawks. Um, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to head coach for the Jefferson Cheerleadings, Cheerleaders, head coach uh, Destiny Peck for coming on with us. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.